Hello everyone, this is Anne from Teachers Dan. Today, we're going to be talking about something I titled, You Are a Miracle. The Lord was reminding me that there's something special about each and every one of us. And there's something the enemy wants to take away from us. I, Like I have said in the other podcast that I have done, we have free will. The enemy wants us to make choices that will get us into trouble and lead us away from the path of righteousness. So, today, you are a miracle. That's what we're going to be talking about. As God's creation, you are a miracle, and you were made just to be like God. You were made to be like God. Well, first, let's think about it. What's a miracle? A miracle is an extraordinary event. In the physical world, that surpasses all known human or natural powers and is ascribed to a supernatural cause, such as an event that is considered a work of God. Other words for miracle could be known as marvel or wonder. So, if I want to say this, in other words, I will say, you are a marvel or you are a wonder. Just like the psalmist said in Psalm 71 verse 7, it says, I am as a wonder unto many. I am as a wonder unto many. But why was he a wonder unto many? He was a wonder unto many because the Lord was a strong refuge. That's what he said. But then let's go back to the beginning. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Now let's think about where you are now. Some people are in a good place, so they they really don't have any problem, you know grasping what I'm talking about. They're probably doing excellently well in their careers. Family is beautiful and all of that. So yes, we thank God for those people. They are blessed. Now, today's message is for people who feel crushed, like there's nowhere to turn, and have no understanding of why they're here on earth and why they're going through so much at this time in your life. Well, this message is for you who feel like you have no purpose. Now, I want to deliver this message to you from God Almighty. God wants you to know that you are important. And whatever it is that may have happened in your life to bring you down to this point, this point that makes you feel so low, The Lord is saying, he sees. He sees. Now get up, child, and look up. 
Get up, child, and look up. The psalmist also said, I will look up to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord. What Lord? The creator of the heavens and the earth. The creator of the heavens and the earth. So, child, get up and look up. You were created in the image and likeness of your Father in heaven. You see, with God, he is very intentional about everything. Nothing happens by accident. So being present and alive here and now is purposeful. It is purposeful. He knows that he still has a purpose for your life. That's why the troubles that you have gone through did not kill you. The troubles that you have gone through did not kill you because God still has need of you. God still has need of you and wants you to understand that. Your journey is not complete. There is more to you than your eyes can see. God intends for you to be like his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, whom he sent to redeem us of our sins, whom he sent to cleanse us of all the errors and the mistakes that we have committed or someone else has done to us. Now, many of us are broken because of the hurt and pain someone else has inflicted on us. You may have been molested and asking God, why, why, Lord, did this happen to me? Well, the truth is, the Lord knows. The Lord knows, and he will redeem you if you let him. As human beings, we do not always have the answers. I have had my own fair share of tribulation, I must tell you. But you see, one thing I have come to understand is that I cannot question God as to why all these things had happened to me in the past. But I can tell you that his grace caused me to get up and recover quickly. As a person, I do not dwell in pain for so long. It's draining. It's draining. I like to dwell on the love of God. Well, maybe the thing is, even when I hadn't gotten so close to God, I wasn't someone who would allow pain get a hold of her. I will go through certain things and people will expect me to break down, but I don't. I get right back up and I move on. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Don't let the pains or the ills that you have gone through pull you down. No, don't give it a chance. Get up. Let God help you. This is what God is here for. He wants to remind you that you are his. You are his. He said in his word, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God did not send his son to condemn the world. It also says that in John, 17, John 3, 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Now, when the Bible talks about the world, 
you are included. I want you to learn to personalize the Bible. Take those words. Speak them into your life. Sometimes put your name in those verses. For God so loved Anne that he gave his only begotten son. So God gave his son just for me. You need to have an understanding about how much God loves you. And do not allow anybody deceive you. Talking about how will the loving God let this happen. Well, we all know what this is. By now, we should have an understanding that there's a real enemy out there. There's a real enemy out there. But I want to tell you this first. Do not separate yourself from the love of your father because of the ills of this world. No. The devil is on the loose. Remember that. He is on the loose. He's roaming around the earth like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. When Jesus came, he came to tell us about the kingdom a kingdom where he came from. And he wanted us to enjoy the benefits of that kingdom here on earth. Remember the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. This was the message that Jesus came to teach. May the will of the Father be done on earth. It is God's desire that his kingdom comes to earth. Now, even if the whole world cannot experience it, you as an individual, you as a person who eventually comes to recognize the power of our God, the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ can begin to experience the kingdom of God here on earth. You can. But how? You have to stay connected to God. He has given us a manual, a manual that we can study to see what his thoughts for us are. He said his thoughts for us are of good and not of evil and of peace. And it is is his desire to bring us to an expected end. It is God's desire to bring us to an expected end. Now, so many of us I know as kids would have gone through a lot, you know. Some may have gone through rape. Some may have gone through child molestation, abuse from either parents or loved ones. Yes. I know majority of us have had our fair share of that. In fact, those experiences, those trauma has shaped us into the man and the woman that we have become. But you see, I want you to know something. God is here. He wants you to be transformed. He wants you to be transformed. So your mind needs to be renewed. Your mind needs to be transformed. 
Let the love of Jesus flow into you, helping you understand that as God's creation, you are loved. And remember one thing, God never ignores his own. He never ignores his own. Can I also tell you something? I want you to understand this. God said that we are created in his image and likeness. In fact, he says that you are adopted into his kingdom by the blood of his firstborn. You can open your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, verses 29 to 30. It said, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. To be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. That's amazing, powerful. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So, whom he foreknew, he also predestined. So, he has a purpose for you. He knew you before you were formed. And then because he knew you before you were formed, he predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son through the blood. Look, you were wonderful, powerful, beautiful in Christ. Give Jesus a chance. Give Jesus a chance. You know, this, maybe a clearer way to put this is, God took his time. He took his time to make you and then put all the pieces together to create you. He wanted you to be similar in character to his firstborn son, Jesus Christ. So you may be broken, And when you ask yourself, who am I? Just pick up your Bible and study the life of Jesus. And that will give you a clear understanding of who you are and what you should be. Of who you are and what you should be. Now I'm going to tell you something and I hope you always remember this. I always like to remind us that we have a real enemy out there who tries to make us feel like he doesn't exist. Who tries to make us feel like he's not the one responsible for anything. But you see, one thing about Satan is he knows what God has said about you. In fact, he sees you as God sees you. He has a clear picture of what God has created you to be. 
Oh, if he didn't know, he wouldn't have wasted his time deceiving Adam and Eve into eating the apple. <laughs> deceiving Eve into eating the apple. But he knew. He heard those words that God spoke. He said, go and have dominion over everything that I have created. Oh, that made Satan mad. That made him mad. And then Satan has taken it upon himself to fight against the children of God. Now, whether those were, whether you acknowledge Jesus or not, the fact is, Jesus is the only one who has given you victory over Satan. He is the only one who has given you victory over Satan. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. He also said it, that he has given us authority to cast out demons. Now you see, no matter how Satan tries to fool you, or he tries to make you believe that when you serve a higher demon, you can take out smaller demons. Well, how far can you get with that? Then when a higher demon comes, what would you do? When a stronger demon comes, what would you do? But the one who has defeated powers and principalities in high places is Jesus Christ. The psalmist said, And the Lord said unto my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So if the enemies of Jesus has been made Jesus' footstool, I need you to understand that your enemies have been made your footstool. But how can you receive this if you do not walk in dominion? You need to get up. Recognize the authority that you have in Jesus Christ. Walk with your head up high. Don't let the tribulations and the problems of this world weigh you down. That's what Satan is going to keep doing. We are going to keep experiencing problems. But what are you going to allow separate you from the love of God? Are you going to allow the trials of this world or the cares of this world separate you from the love of your creator? What is it about this world anyway? One day you will die and you will leave all this here. So what's the essence? Struggling so hard, doing things that don't glorify God? We need to wake up. We need to rise up. We need to stand strong. Walk in dominion. Walk in authority because you are a miracle. You are a wonder. As long as you remain under the canopy of God, you are a testimony. You see, the thing is, Satan cannot actually stop you from becoming what God wants you to be. He can try. He can bring people into your life that can lead you on the path of destruction. Now it's up to you. It's up to you now. If Satan had the power to actually just stop you 
completely, maybe just declare it with his mouth or just, you know, say things or do anything to just stop you from becoming what God has said about you. He would do it easily. He would. But you see, he doesn't have the power. He doesn't. So he just tries to get you to do things that would make you step out of the will of God. He brings people into your life that will introduce you to certain things that are not pleasing to God. So they're desirable to the flesh. You try this. Oh, it's so beautiful. You know, take alcohol, you get this high. You're on drugs. Oh my God, you get this high. But you see, when you get high, what happens? You get this demonic flow in your spirit. You actually think you're in control, but you're not. That's Satan at work. We need to get up and move. And stop thinking that you're in charge. Well, it's my life. I know what I want. I know what I'm doing. That's just ignorance. Ignorance. Life is really not about you. If you can walk with God, you will understand that it's all about God. It's all about his kingdom. And he wants you to be a part of this. Satan is a liar. Don't let him fool you into becoming what he wants you to be. And then you think, oh, I'm good. I'm fine. And then you die. And you realize you missed it. You realize you missed it. I can only advise you. I can only advise you. So please do right by God. Live a life of holiness. Let the will of your Father be your will. Be willing to lay your will at His feet. Let God take charge of your life. Let Him speak life into you. Let Him show you what you are worth. God loves you that much. God really cares about you. In closing, I'd like to tell you this again. You are a wonder, a miracle, as long as you remain under God's God's canopy. As long as you remain under the canopy of Jesus Christ, you are a miracle. I'd like to add this at this point, though. That money is not necessarily a sign of God's blessing. Even though it comes with it. But peace, joy, and abundant love are the promises of God. That in the middle of the storm, you will stand strong. Because you are rest assured that the hand of the Lord is upon you. No weapon 
of the enemy formed against you shall prosper. You no longer have to be worried or stressed. No cause for depression because you have been called to take charge and stay in charge. God is still in the business of making a miracle out of your life. He's still in the business of making a message out of your mess. He did it for me. He did it for me. Despite all that I had been through, all my troubles, all my errors, all my mistakes, he called me. He grabbed me from the pit. And I want to praise the Lord that I responded in humility. And at first it was hard to accept, I must say, because I sat on the fence for a while. You know, I wasn't sure where I wanted to go. I was neither hot nor cold here nor there. But I want to thank God that over time, the Lord wooed me, he called me, and I loved his love. I still love his love. And I can't imagine being anywhere else. I can't. It's been a 12-year journey for me. Just 12 years. Just 12 years. Because I'm not going to count those years when I sat on the fence and was indecisive about where I wanted to be or who I wanted to serve. Today, I choose to serve the Lord. And I hope you do same. So stay strong. Be encouraged. Always remember that you're a miracle. And there's something Satan wants to get from you. Don't give it to him. Don't let him. You are way more than you know. More. Let the Lord show you. Let him teach you. All right. I don't want the podcast to be too long. So, stay blessed. And let the love of Jesus be wrapped around you. Have a good day. This is Anne from Teacher's Den.